Gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for your steadfast love never ceases and your mercy never ends. They are new every morning and great is your faithfulness, O Lord. As we enter the second half of a 2020 Lenten season this morning, we ask you to show us your ever-renewing mercy and ever-amazing grace so that we can serve you with joy and shine the glory of your Son. Dear Holy Spirit, help us to realize what an awesome salvation Christ has accomplished for us. In the, in the most tremendous name of a triune God we pray. Amen. Yesterday, in the second half of Romans chapter 6, Yang Hua pointed out two related truths about ourselves. First, we are all slaves to something. No matter how modern we are and how much freedom we think we have, whatever is controlling us is our master. And second, the children of God are not just saved, but we are slaves of righteousness. We are not just freed for salvation, but salvation means a new slavery or new master, which is righteousness of God. Paradoxically, true spiritual freedom is a slavery to God's will and love and truth. Today in Romans chapter 7, verse 1 to 6, Paul develops further the privilege and blessing of our new relationship with God in Christ. For that, the Apostle Paul uses the analogy of a marriage. Now let's read our text today. Romans 7, verse 1 to 6. Do you not know, brothers and sisters, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law has authority over someone only as long as that person lives. For example, by law, a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he is alive. But if her husband dies, she released from the law that binds her to him. So then, if, uh, if she has sexual relationship with another man while her husband is still alive, she is called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is released from that law and is not an adulteress if she marries another man. So my brothers and sisters, you also die to the law through the body of Christ that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, the sinful passion aroused by the law were at work in us, so that we bore fruit for death. But now, by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of a written code. I want to highlight two things in this passage. First and foremost, we are married to Christ. In verse 2 and 3, Paul used, used the word husband for four times. While the law is our old husband, Christ is our new husband. It means that to be a Christian is to fall in love with Jesus. Marriage is a foundation of a human relationship. Without marriage, there is no family. 
Healthy families are possible only when there is a happy marriage. Marriage or family and the church are the two primary agents of God's kingdom on earth. That's why in Ephesians 5, Paul compared the Christ and church to husband and wife. Now, when you get married, no part of your life goes unaffected. So, though Christians are not caught under law, they have every aspect of their life changed by the coming of Jesus Christ. No area of a life is untouched. Being married to Christ is the final answer to the questions like, can a Christian live as or she chooses? No, because we are in love with Christ. Marriage does entail a significant loss of freedom and independence. You cannot simply live as you used to be or you choose. A single person can make decisions all by himself or herself unilaterally, but married person cannot. There is a duty and obligation. But on the other hand, there is now possibility of an experience of a love, intimacy, and acceptance and security that you could not have as a single person. Because of this love and intimacy, our loss of freedom is actually a joy, not a burden. In a good marriage, your whole life is affected and changed by the wishes and desires of the person you love. You get pleasure from giving pleasure. You seek to discover the wishes of your beloved and you are happy to make changes in your life or by yourself in accord with those wishes. Marriage is in a way a slavery of a happiness. A marriage does not make a husband and wife a happy slavery of a love. It's not actually a sound marriage at all. So here Paul has given us an ultimate answer to how Christians live. We are not under law in that we don't obey the law out of fear of rejection. In other words, we are not using the law as a system of salvation, a way of acceptance or access to God, a letter, kind of a letter up to God or heaven. No, Jesus' perfect life and death are the letter up to God and that we are accepted in Christ. Actually, Jesus is God's letter to us, down to us. And that's how we are accepted in Christ. The second, light of, second highlight in this passage is that Christians now live in a new stage, new stage of a salvation history in which the Mosaic Law's rule over God's people has ended. This freedom has come to Christians through their union with Christ's death and resurrection. The freedom in Christ empowers us to bear fruit for God. Look at the verse 4. So my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead. And now listen here. In order that we might bear fruit for God. We might bear fruit for God. This new stage of our salvation 
brought us a special gift of God. That is a new way of the Holy Spirit. Look at verse 6. But now, but now, by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit. New way of the Spirit, not in the old way of a written code. We need to notice here the word now and connect it to the new way of the Spirit. Now is the new life of the Spirit in Christ. The Spirit or Holy Spirit is mentioned 31 times in the book of Romans. Up to now, it was mentioned only five times. But from here on, we will see Paul increasingly emphasized the work of an indwelling Holy Spirit for us, especially in chapter 8. Now is the new stage or final age of God's salvation history. Through Christ, we receive the Holy Spirit who help us bear the fruit for God. And the, what is the new way of the Spirit? The new way the Holy Spirit help us now is to fall in love with Jesus by taking new motivation. New motivation. Those of you who haven't taken a cornerstone, when you take our first Bible study cornerstone and study about the Holy Spirit, you learn what, how, and this new motivation comes. But here, the new motivation means the loving our second and the last husband, Jesus Christ, who sacrifices a life for us. The new motivation is not under law, but above the law. Above law means that we obey above and beyond the law's requirement. We love Christ our husband, not with the basic duties of a bride, but utmost faithfulness and undivided devotion. Christians, true disciples of Christ, we don't seek the minimum, you know, minimum way to live a Christian life or be a followers of Christ. We go for maximum because we experience the greatest love of God in Christ. We no longer obey God out of fear, but out of gratitude and love. For us, service and sacrifice to Christ is not a burden, but actually pleasure. The great, not just any pleasure, actually the greatest pleasure, because He so loved us first and gave all of Himself for us. Dear brothers and sisters, let us remember that we are most blessed and beloved bride of Christ. Let us not forget who we are and how much we are loved by God throughout the day. Let us bear the fruits of love for our God and our husband, Jesus Christ, today. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for you not only forgave our sin, but much more married us to your only Son, Jesus Christ. Though we are often sluts and hollards in our flesh and carnal desires, you have pursued us to the end. Christ died for sinners and made us anew in his love and through the Holy Spirit. It is truly our greatest privilege to be your beloved bride, Lord Jesus.
as a beloved bride of the Prince of Peace, help us to be faithful in seeking your desires in our life above our own will and self-interest. Help us to bear the fruit of love and sacrifice with your power of a cross and resurrection. Call each one of us throughout the day in the critical moments of our life so that we will rise on the eagle's wing and shine your glory. In the most beloved name of Jesus Christ, our husband and king, we pray. Amen.